Awesome. Thank you uh, so much for tuning in today. Welcome to How to Make It in Toronto. Uh, super excited for our episode today. Um, we have Kurt here. Is that, did I say it correctly? You said it perfectly. perfectly. Is okay. it Carl? It's Carl. Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. No, no, no. I just wanted to nail it. Um, and really excited for today's conversation. I think we're going to learn um, a lot about mostly, I think, uh, creatives, um, a, a different kind of path and how you're going to make it as well. Um, and some really cool, I think, personal lessons and life lessons. Um, and also just a completely different perspective from, and I can be honest, which is I'm really interested and intrigued about, um, a different perspective on success. Um, so for me and uh, for everyone else, uh, let's welcome to the show, uh, Kurt. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, awesome. uh, it's great to be here. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So first question, um, what's your definition of success? Um, my definition of success is that you've uh, set a goal, that you've uh, pushed yourself in some way, um, and that you're reaping the benefits or rewards that you uh, hope to get out of it. And uh, yeah, I think that's my definition of success. Actually, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I love I love the goal setting. I think that's an important part of mm. of success as well. Um, so, like, let me let's start with this. So, I know, and from how we've met, you were painting murals, right? Mm. But I, and like, so I wouldn't want to just describe you as an artist because I think like that's a very broad subject. So, how would you define or explain? You know, what what is it that you do? Um, well, I think it comes down to just being a creative mm. uh and whenever people ask me what i do i just say i'm a, a, designer, a designer you know and mm. uh because you know i could say i'm an industrial product designer but then i sort of you know shoehorn myself into one category mm. uh and then it's hard for people to understand all the other things that i do yeah so i just keep it at designer and uh i'm you know art and design often bleeds over into each other yeah and uh, i like playing around in this uh I don't know, middle area where the two things uh, overlap. And, yeah. uh, and sometimes I go really far one way and sometimes the other way. Yeah. But uh, it's it's really nice to have that uh, room to to move around and uh, experiment and and express myself. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, how did you get started on this path? Or how did you want to become a creative? Or what led you to, to that path? Was it something that happened in your childhood? Or? Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, when I was growing up... Uh, my grandfather on my mother's side, he was like uh, like an all-round creative, you would call him. You know, like uh, he was uh, an oil painter. He was a graphic designer. He um, was musically inclined. He, uh, he was amazing with like his hands. He could make anything. And um, he had like a workshop, you know. Uh, yeah. And it was like amazing growing up as a kid. Uh, and you grew up in Belgium? Belgium? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, and it was just amazing growing up and spending time over there with my grandparents and uh, having this uh, person to look up to who can literally just make anything, mm -hmm. you know, and to see that time over time uh, happen and uh, whatever I would talk about or um, sort of be inspired uh, uh, about, he, you know, he was so knowledgeable and um, yeah, now as an adult, because uh, he passed away maybe 15 years ago, mm. um, so. right around the time where I was beginning to explore my creativity. Mm. He saw the beginning of it. Mm. But uh, now as an adult man, like uh, I can see so much of him in, in what I do. And uh, it's, it's, a, 
it's a yeah beautiful way to feel connected to somebody who's yeah so important yeah exactly that's yeah. awesome yeah. so you'd say obviously he played like a, a big part in kind of defining what well just showing me that uh you can make anything mm -hmm. you know and that's such a powerful thing to uh to experience mm -hmm. as as a child uh i know many other people that haven't had that and you know, once you see that every door can be opened, then it's mm -hmm. very natural to just go where you feel like you want to go. Yeah, you know, exactly. and uh, some people who haven't had that, they they need to experience that from yeah. themselves, and you know, they have to, uh, you know, uh, do it on their own. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, no, I totally agree with that. I think there's a there's a great saying that Angelina Jolie I think says it's like you know you don't really know what the world is until you get out of the box your parents built for you, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the main things we want to get out of this podcast is kind of showing um, just the different perspectives and the different backgrounds, um, but how you know, especially having a great influence along the way is is it big helps. for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have any other mentors in your life that that, that you looked up to um, as you were going and that helped kind of shape you and what what you're doing? Um, well, I'm, I was quite lucky that like most of the men in my family, they were very handy and stuff. So I've always, you know, I never doubted that I could use my hands or anything like that. Mm. Um, and as I said, growing up, I spent so many hours in my grandfather's workshop, yeah. you know, building stuff and, you know, sawing and nailing and, you know, yeah, just yeah. really messing around and, uh, and stuff. And, uh, when I started, uh, studying industrial design, mm. um, you know, I, I, I could really feel like that was like the adult version of what I was doing yeah, as yeah. a kid, you know, yeah. it's like experimenting, coming up with ideas and then uh, grabbing raw materials and tools and just uh, crafting with, uh, with my hands. Mm -hmm. So uh, personally, I really like working both digitally and, you know, with my hands. Yeah. And uh, if I stay too long in one side, I really feel the need to do it, you know, whether yeah. it's digital then or analog, like uh, I like to get my hands dirty in both uh yeah. both fields yeah that's awesome and i think that's also a very important lesson to, to kind of take as well as being able to kind of not just only define yourself in one way especially in these in these days you can't just be like a salesperson you can have to be sales and marketing or yeah exactly again if yeah. you're going to be an artist so did you you went i know you mentioned going to it was design school is it because mm, yeah it was an industrial design program uh in belgium okay but basically i i so as a child, I was very creative. Then I sort of lost it in my teens and completely, mm -hmm. completely went off course. Like, I don't know, maybe as a lot of teenagers do, right? You're mm -hmm. kind of, uh, you're kind of, you know, uh, figuring out what you're about and uh, experimenting, uh, whatever that may be. But um, it wasn't until I was like in my early 20s that I sort of connected with that part again. Mm -hmm. And that's when I got into street art. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the major influences was Banksy uh, after I saw his website back when he was really starting you know i think yeah. he had his first uh, exhibition where he painted those pigs or cows i forget what it was yeah um you know and uh, a friend of mine showed it to me i was like holy sh you know like mm -hmm. uh, this is this is some amazing stuff right mm -hmm. and uh started experimenting with making stencils and then shortly after i moved to spain mm -hmm. and uh yeah that's where i was like you know uh, i was a high school dropout at the time mm -hmm. like high school completely didn't didn't uh work out for me and uh, at, at 18 age 18 i was just like you know what i'm done you know yeah, failing yeah. in school i'm just gonna go get a job you know yeah, like yeah. Uh, let's not fool anybody it's not gonna i'm just not gonna finish high school yeah and um yeah so i was working in spain as a waiter and then uh 
you know, working my ass off during the day. And then at night I would be preparing stencils, cutting them, designing yeah. them, and then, you know, spraying them. Um, just because I had this drive, this this need to do it. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, every time I would do a piece, it was like, okay, this is another part of me that's out there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, eventually... I met uh, Tristan Manco, this uh, you know quite famous uh, in the in the street art scene. This writer. Um, Sorry, can I ask when you say street art, how would you define what street art is? Because I would say I'm kind of new to the art world, so just mm. to give a background, what would you define as street art? Well, street art, I don't know. It kind of you know, stencil graffiti came obviously from like uh, you know regular graffiti, and mm. then um, in France, like Black Le Rat, he, mm. he, he sort of, um, was the first one to use stencils and sort of bring graphic design into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, street art now is, is so broad. It's hard to define. It's yeah, just yeah. basically whatever, however somebody expresses themselves in the street mm-hmm. and leaves something behind for other people to see Yeah, uh, that I consider street art. Yeah. yeah exactly. Whether it's like a, a knitted thing that they put around a pole or mm-hmm. a stencil or, you know, like uh, in, uh, when I was in Hong Kong, I saw some like uh, like concrete uh, sculptures that somebody would glue around. And, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like it's uh, true. It's it's great. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, and so, obviously, you were talking about kind of going through, you know, that time in your life where you you you'd left school um, mm. and you're obviously on the grind. I mean, for you, it's like what was probably one of the the, like the biggest obstacles that you think you you had to overcome, you know, not just, you know, definitely personally, like, you mm-hmm. know, mentally and have, having to get through that grind, yeah. um, but also like literally to, to get to the point where you started to build your business or at least build your brand enough to, you could actually sell. So like, you know, like what was an obstacle you overcame and, or had and then overcame? Um, well, I don't know if it was really overcoming, but it was just dedicating myself to uh, my cause and my cause was expressing myself, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, so, you know, I did, you know, while my friends would be, you know, playing on their Xbox, I'd be cutting stencils and, you know, like prepping the next, uh, piece that I wanted to throw up or, um, you know, looking for spots that inspired me that I wanted to hit later on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's this, uh, I think dedication is something that people are attracted to mm-hmm. and, dedication opens doors yeah. you know uh, nobody is going to give a, a lazy person a chance mm-hmm. you know yeah but it's like you see somebody uh work their uh you know work their butt off then uh you're inspired by it hopefully mm-hmm. and you're like hey you know what uh, let's see what we can do or and so i met tristan manco at a graffiti uh, festival in barcelona and uh you know got uh got to hang out with him he could see what i was about and uh you know, a little while later, I was living in Vancouver and, uh, you know, he contacted me for the Cannes Festival that Banksy was organizing. Yeah. And he was like, hey, we want to fly you out and, uh, you know, you can do your pieces here. And uh, that was like a <laughs> circle for me. Yeah, yeah, know, exactly. To, to meet uh, the person that inspired me and put me on this creative journey. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I was like, wow, this is the first time that I really applied myself to something. Yeah. And I got where I wanted. Yeah. You know, that was, That's awesome. that was unreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, and I think you mentioned something important there, um, which is like your dedication and your belief in myself, in yourself. Sorry. Um, I also like, believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, um, but I would say it's like, how did you, or, you know, like, would you, any, any tips you could give in terms of how to build that kind of self-confidence or what got you to kind of like, you know, have start to have that self-confidence and belief? Um, it's just a snowball effect, mm-hmm. ideally, right? Yeah. You just take little steps, you keep, uh, you keep doing what you do and uh, show it first to, like, doesn't matter what you're doing, right? You just show mm-hmm. it to the people around you, your close circle, 
Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully they uh, they you know give you positive uh, affirmation and uh, and even if that's not the case, you just gotta you know do it for for you know for your own gratification. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, sort of grow from there. And uh, for me, it helped to be able because you know graffiti is anonymous right you mm-hmm. don't tell everybody but just the close people the close circle around me back then uh they were very supportive and uh you know i would go um you know with uh, one of my best friends in spain he would be uh driving around and we would uh, look for spots and you know yeah. so it wasn't just me obviously it was yeah. also uh um with uh yeah some people that were very dear to me so yeah, yeah. that's really cool um so th- let's get to the you know like where you are now and definitely talk about obviously the word of art, of art so i mean like if someone is trying to get there um how, like how do you or is it is there like a network or, or or a place where you can kind of connect with people people who you can maybe find a mentor for or you know how do you get into the industry just in general what would you say um what would i say um Look, for me, for example, that graffiti festival was a perfect example, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I had just started out, you know, no, okay, I was maybe doing it for a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I heard about the graffiti festival in Barcelona. Mm -hmm. I wrote them and they already knew me, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, because even though I was like in a small coastal town in Spain, back then this was like before Instagram and all that stuff, but uh, Mm -hmm. I did have my own website. So I realized, you know, like, okay, I'm in a small town, but if I put it online, then it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, you know, they, they invited me over there and, uh, just to, doesn't matter if it's a small beginnings or whatever, but just to be around your peers, mm-hmm. that really helps. I feel, you yeah. know, and then yeah. they have connections or they know people and, you know, you, you sort of got to get your own, uh, family in that field. You yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like, I would say what keeps you then like, you know, like motivated, especially cause it's like to get to the point of where you're actually now meeting people, you know, you've gone through a grind, like you're saying you're mm. working, you know, like during the day and then doing, doing your, your passion at night, mm. you know, what was something that keeps you or how would you say you stayed motivated through all of that? Um, I don't know. It was just, uh, I often have that, uh, definitely in periods of my life not all the time where there's uh this this you know invisible hand that's just pushing me pushing me forward you know mm-hmm. and uh i don't know it's maybe just the just the hunger to do new stuff or to to prove myself or you know mm-hmm. uh i think that might be different for for everybody a little bit um but uh yeah just i don't know just being hungry yeah you know? yeah exactly uh, yeah I feel that. So, I mean, so for you, it's like right now, um, like where can we find your content and, like, you know, like how can we, you know, definitely learn more about, you know, what, what you're doing um, and then also learn more about like, you know, like street art in general, like where's a good place or like if, if there is a resource to go find that. Well, I think nowadays everything is on Instagram. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was starting out, there was uh, there were a few websites. Um uh, Wooster Collective, uh, collective. yeah, it was this. I don't know if they're still around actually, yeah. but uh, um, yeah, there were just you know like graffiti databases and blogs and stuff like that. But uh, nowadays everything is a hashtag, and, yeah, uh, everything gets tagged like online, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, Instagram is uh, I think the biggest one. I would yeah. say. and even like TikTok, right? Like guys now they they just film doing their own graffiti and then. Uh, Everything is now a video, you know, yeah, yeah. which I mean, I think there's a sort of a point where 
you know, it's it's becoming content. Yeah. It's not it's not about the piece anymore. But yeah, the, yeah, but yeah. But then again, I was sort of doing the same, right? Where it was like it was a picture on a website mm. for most of the people. Yeah. Because I was living in a small town. Yeah. Right. Now it's just so no one physically, obviously. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you know, uh, a piece uh, might get uh, taken down the next day or people paint over it yeah because yeah. they don't want it on their property or business yeah, yeah, yeah exactly which is fair yeah yeah you know, like exactly. i paint it and then you do with with it what you want yeah yeah exactly yeah so, so like let's say definitely based on that like what do you think is the best way to be able to um stand out or even like share your work to so number one i think is like what's the best way to, to stand out mm. i feel like especially because you've had the ability to be able to do that um how, how would you say that I would say just be authentic, you know, just be yourself and, uh, you know, just uh, just put yourself out there. You know, yeah. I think uh, that's the biggest hurdle that people don't uh, get over is the starting, mm -hmm. you know. But I think once you in most cases, once you start and you're consistent for any kind of period of time, people are going to hopefully pick up on it. Yeah. You know, especially if your own if you have your own point of view or, um, yeah, your your own style or. Yeah, I think uh, the best way is just to, yeah, just just do it for a while. You yeah, know? yeah. And it might take uh, might take a couple of months or yeah. a year, but uh, at least at least do it for yourself. Yeah, you yeah. know, like don't do something you don't like for a year. Exactly, it's not going to go anywhere. I think. Yeah, you know, that's true. No, that's yeah. that's definitely a great point. Um, and so I'd say it's like for you, I mean, I, obviously getting the chance to, to, to work with Banksy or work at a Banksy show as well. Um, but what's, what's something that you, you're most proud of, of what you've accomplished at this point? Um, so, wow, that's a very good question. Um, look, the whole thing about, uh, like meeting Banksy and stuff like, okay, that's fun to, it's, it's, it, it just illustrates the, the, the point that I made where it's like you put yourself to something and then you achieve it. It doesn't really matter at what level, but mm -hmm. as soon as you uh, do certain things like that, and there's been, there's been many uh, things like that, like winning design awards, you know, and not, the, the award itself doesn't really matter. It's just like just the, the goal, like we are going to win it mm -hmm. and then you do it. It's yeah. like, yeah. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't matter the reward. Yeah. Uh, the award, but it's just the fact that you you set out the goal and you accomplish what you what you set out. Yeah. You know, you knew you believed in the idea and you you know executed it in a way that you believed that it was going to win something. Yeah. Then it's fantastic to win it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And I don't need anything on the mantle for yeah, that because yeah. it's internalized then. Yeah. You know, because you're not looking for gratitude from anyone else. It's like you're getting that from yourself. Yeah, right? exactly. And obviously it is fun to to see other people appreciate your work or see the value of an idea or to, uh, you know, uh, I mean, in the end, we're social creatures, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody can uh, just paint for years in his basement yeah. and be fulfilled, I believe. Yeah. Right. We yeah. need human connection. And, uh, you know. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I definitely agree with that, especially in today's world. I think we, we actually need to become more collaborative. And, and as you're saying, more, more human connection for sure. Um, and this is this is kind of like a, an off base one, but it's like um, more so trying to be more interested in the art itself. Like, is there a difference, would you say, between like kind of like North American art in comparison to like European art? Yeah, I w I, a little bit, maybe. Mm. I think uh, definitely on the street art side. Yeah. Yeah. But I think just in general, I think. Mm. Um, uh how do i put this uh i think in europe we are a bit more exposed to a lot more uh to many more different voices i would say mm -hmm. you know many more uh different cultures living closely together 
uh, that have you know invaded each other for how many times and you know mm -hmm. so we we have a lot of like layers right it's like layer upon layer upon layer upon layer mm -hmm. uh, and perhaps that is a little bit less in North America you know yeah. even though there's many cultures that came here together uh, you don't have that compact that compounded stuff yet i feel yeah you know? uh not that that makes it better or worse but it's just uh just a little different yeah. and uh in the end you know um it's unique here and it's unique in europe and i think that's great to uh to see the differences and to celebrate those differences and uh mm -hmm. you know appreciate everything yeah. yeah exactly um so second last question here but let's get into this one who i would say right now um aside from we'd obviously covered banksy but is there someone that inspires you someone's work that you'd like you should say or you'd recommend any of us to take a look at um as something that you find cool um and something that you think someone should or we we can check out as maybe as you know as inspiration or to just look at something really cool and creative um yeah that's tough to say mm -hmm. uh i don't for me I don't really have uh, these idols that's that stand out mm. hugely. Um, you know, look, obviously there's these these you know like there's like a Wes Anderson or yeah. there's a Quentin Tarantino or you know yeah those are still people that you know that make work that you know where I'm like wow you know that's yeah. that's a really unique voice but uh, you know you can go on Instagram and you can see so much cool stuff you yeah. know and I'm, I'm often so surprised at stuff that I see there. Mm. Uh, whether it's like an illustrator or a tattoo artist or, you know, I don't know, like a, a pottery person, you know, mm. as soon there, there's so many unique voices now that you can that you can find. Uh, whereas before, only the biggest ones would, would get noticed. Biggest, yeah. But now it's it's very, uh, yeah, you got to do a lot more searching. But um, yeah, um, it's hard not to be inspired yeah. all the time, actually. Yeah. You know, I actually I love that answer because it's like I feel like you we as you're saying is like you focus on the people who are like most known or names, but it's like there's so much inspiration yeah. out there and you can just go out there and find it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Okay, so my final question for you is, if you had a theme song, what would it be? <laughs> a theme song. Yeah. I wish I'd given me a, a bit of time. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Oh my god! We've had some we've had some good good responses so far. This is what's gonna make this a two hour episode because I'm gonna be like, wait a minute! Uh, yeah. Oh man, a theme song! Jesus Christ! Uh, we had um, Robin dancing on my own as the last. Oh, <laughs> That's a great. That is, is a catchy song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather dance not alone. But, yeah. think hold on can i grab yeah, the phone? Yeah, yeah. no we got time yeah. we got time right there's, there's definitely uh one song that comes to mind hmm. we got time that's the one thing is we're trying to we're also going to be adding a, a playlist from like from all our guests so we can share like you know like this is the type of music that you know like the, okay. the, the guests who are interviewing would would say kind of represents themselves right or like would say it was like their theme song obviously since we're asking it okay. <laughs> in the last minute kind of way i got it it's yeah. a new person same old mistakes by uh, tame impala Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. I love Tame Impala too. I love, I love Tame Impala. That's a, that's a great track. Yeah, the lyrics are sometimes. Uh, when I first heard the song, I was like, my my jaw dropped because I was like, wow, this is yeah. this is what's going on right now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, I love the love the song. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, um, what a great chat! 
Uh, thank you so much for your time and for coming on. Yeah, like, glad, to like. glad to to be here, and thanks for having me. Awesome. And yeah. yes, we will be sharing um, a lot more um, on on everything that we've talked about. You'll be able to find the three key insights um, and any feedback and tips uh, that we learned today. But outside of that, thank you for your time today, Toronto. And take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah.